We're killing the show. Beyonce's ex backup singers. And we're on a revenge tour. Ooh. Oh, why oh, is that like a ghost? Get it, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, it's Michelle. Kelly, can you handle this? Michelle, can you handle this? Beyonce, can you handle this? I don't think they can handle this. Kelly, didn't he? Uh, look at me. <laughs> also, didn't Michelle have the best dance moves? Uh, I mean, Beyonce had the best dance moves. Oh, Beyonce really? had the best everything. Kelly had the second best everything. So what did Michelle bring to the table? Um. <laughs> Welcome to the Honesty Podcast <laughs> with Mark and Wendy. Hey. No, we are not Kelly and Michelle. We are Mark and Wendy. Yeah, you better work. <laughs> How was your week? So it was good. It was um. Let's see. On Friday night, we had our little I trivia. Got to see you a lot. Yes, I know. I got to see. We had face. wig trivia. Okay, first and of all, it wasn't <laughs> trivia about wigs. <laughs> Mark put on a wig though, and he transformed into a completely <laughs> different person. Yeah, it was Rachel. He was, so yeah, he was Rachel, and he was like, he put it on, and instantaneously, it was like. This went from sweet little Mark to the <laughs> sassy ass little Rachel. <laughs> and then I put painter's tape on my nails for fingernails. <laughs> if anyone needs um, new nails, please DM us or email us at thehonestypodcast at gmail.com. Um, serious inquiries only. Pretty please. <laughs> We're getting booked. We're getting booked. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of which, by the way, the nails, nail salons and hair salons are opening up Friday. Are they? You gonna go get your weave done? Girl. Girl. Uh, so my barber's actually not going back till June. Really? Yeah. Well, oh. no, the barber shop is opening up Friday, but my oh. actual barber is not going to be back till June. Did they release so any like, kind of statement or something? Yeah, or? they released an email, so I'll probably have to go with somebody else. Oh. And I hate it. I hate it because I Why? can't make small talk, and I feel like oh. I have to know this person. <laughs> and I like, go, oh, yeah, what's your deal? Blah, 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 blah. Which, my Dominic, I can go in. I don't have to tell him what I want because mm-hmm. I don't really know. He just does it. <laughs> And there's other guy I'm gonna be like, well, he does it like this, it goes up this way. Oh, and gosh, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, how's your life? Like I like I like I really care. Right. <laughs> uh, I just want Dominic to be back because we can just sit in silence together. And not talk, and it's okay. Yeah. Plus it's so scary like getting your hair done from a new hairstylist because you they could be good, yeah, but they also could not be. And it's like it's your hair, it's such a predominant feature, which luckily you have a wig. So <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. Like, Have you yeah. seen? Uh, it was this is genius marketing, and it's oh, a uh, billboard for a dentist, mm-hmm. and it's a guy smiling with no teeth. It's like, how important are your teeth? Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't notice he didn't have eyebrows. Oh, because you were drawn to the mouth is, first. Oh my god! And then you gosh. look at the eyebrows, you're like, oh, he doesn't have eyebrows. Oh my gosh! Um, I oh, I wanted to go back to trivia. Oh gosh, yeah, okay. We had so much fun. And we, there's one of the, <laughs> our friend's friends that was on there who literally passed out <laughs> in the middle of trivia. <laughs> and all you could see was like the top of her head. It was so funny because, first of all, she was there. We were all doing the questions. And next thing we know, we're like, oh, where'd she go? And you think that she's out of the frame. And you're like, oh, she's probably in the bathroom. We're getting another drink. And that's what we all thought until she just didn't come back. And we were like, where'd she go? 
Well, if you look in the bottom right hand corner of the screen, that's where you see her little head. She's passed out. <laughs> and it was so funny because we were like mid question answering another question and she just drunkenly pops up, looks at what's going on. She was like, mm, better not and fell back asleep. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so fun though. And the um, host was so charismatic and yeah. like they had, I loved all their little questions they had and I just loved it. It was so yes. entertaining and it was just well done, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then we went on a boat on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Oh. We did have under 10 people. Yes. We including the captain. Because mm-hmm. we go with friends that get a captain out of a boat, apparently. Oh, yeah. You better work, girl. <laughs> that, was, I, that was fancy. Uh, yeah, it was, and it was a lot of fun. We passed by a lot of rich homes, and I just can't believe the amount of money some people have. Yeah, you know insane. what I'm saying? It's, it's just wild. And like we went out next to, um, well, we went out next to this like group of boats. It's kind of like a sandbar where some people in certain areas could stand. Um, we weren't near that. I definitely could not stand. I know. <laughs> Do you remember when I fell off of the elite, the, uh, the pad <laughs> and I had the two drinks in my hands and I was literally drowning, but I would not <laughs> let those drinks go under the water. You know what Oh my gosh. Almost lost my Mark. glasses in my hat. <laughs> Almost lost your life, but didn't lose those <laughs> drinks, girl. And Robert Lee in there. It's like, can somebody help him? <laughs> it reminded me of that Jurassic Park scene where the freaking dinosaurs yes. are coming, the world's ending, and this person, they run and then they for like they forget their margarita and go back for it. That's what's important, girl. That's what's important. I also thought it was really funny because like those lily pads is what we were on. Yeah, so it's the boat and then the lily pad which is like this float big floating what would you call it like a big floating pad yeah and um everyone was coming down on it everyone was so graceful and then somebody came down on the corner of it and like came down like they were doing a pencil dive and they started <laughs> they started they landed like so gracefully like they just kind of jumped onto the ground and then I don't know like I guess they lost their footing but then they just toppled off into the water who was this? I think it was Patrick oh. <laughs> probably <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. We had some drinking, oh, some gosh. performances, yes. some laying house, some relaxing. It was so it was good. really nice. It was just everything needed. I will say that next morning I woke up and was like, I don't want to drink anymore. And then I drank the next <laughs> I told, day. I told you that too. <laughs> yes. And here we are with our wine, girl. <laughs> wine isn't drinking. Why eat true chains? True chains. Saturday night I stayed up. I felt like, I felt so young I stayed up till 7 a.m. Girl. What the frick? But it was so funny because my friends were dropping off like flies throughout the night. The later that it got, like one of the the couples, we were all like just staying up watching TV, watching a little movie. And we just get it started. And like the guy is passed out, kind of wakes up. He's like, hey, like you want to go upstairs and go to sleep? And she's like, yeah. So then there were three of us. Um, and then we're all just like talking, watching the movie. It's probably like 4 a.m. at this point. I look over, one of our like girlfriends passes out. So me and my friend go out to the fire pit because it was still going on the fire. And this is like 5 a.m. And we're talking. We haven't talked in like probably two years at this point. And so we're catching up, getting like deep into life. And 
I start going in on my life and I look over and he's passed out by the fireplace. <laughs> like, I was like, dang, I didn't know I had such a lullaby of a life. Yes. <laughs> but That's um, hilarious. I don't know. I just, I haven't done that to my body in a long time. When's the last time you stayed up that so it's late? It's a while, girl. It's been a while. Yeah. I remember being younger, you know, you would come home from a night out. And you see that the morning joggers going to get up to go run, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, what the? You're like, what the hell are they doing with their life? <laughs> but it was. I'm like, it's seven a.m. and I sip my wine. <laughs> I used to. Oh my gosh, I'll go in on this in a little bit because I have something to talk about that would relate to it. But um. Did you do anything for Cinco de Mayo? I didn't. You didn't? So I saw this meme and it was hilarious because it was like, uh, how ironic is it that Cinco de Mayo fell on Taco Tuesday and it was ruined by something called Corona? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ironic much? Come on, Alanis Morissette. Just add that verse. I literally just took the oil to live a laughing store. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yes. And we went to try to like, we ordered from Torchy's Tacos like an hour in advance and we set the time for 730. They were so backed up. I, w- I went to my friend's backyard um, and it's a 30 minute drive. So there were probably 20 Mexican restaurants on the way from my house. To- <laughs> I did not think you were going to say Mexican restaurants. Oh, did <laughs> <laughs> What did you think I was going to say? I have no idea. <laughs> You're like, nothing you racist ass <laughs> But um, like, there were like 20 Mexican restaurants, and I kid you not, whether it was like, you know, something like a fast food, like Taco Cabana or Rosa's Cafe, or if it was straight up like a restaurant, it was insanely busy on all the fast food places. So many of them had cars in the lines on the way out to the highway. Just like um, it kind of looked like whenever Popeye's had their chicken sandwich, like whole thing going on. And and it was insane. Poor me all had those leftover pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we ended up eating pizza, too, because we ordered from Torchy's for 730. But at 730, they're like at 730, mind you, they're like. We're so sorry, but your your um, orders have been delayed by two hours. Two I was like, hours. Mm-hmm. That's like when I was a hostess. I used to tell people when I was fed up with their shenanigans at Chili's because I was getting paid like seven bucks an hour. They, these people come sassing me at the front door. I was like, two hour wait. It was like a 30 minute wait at best. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. This is a secret of the trade. Life hack. Life hack, girl. Ooh, yum. So basically if anybody ever gives you a crazy long amount of like wait time and it doesn't look that busy and even if it does i would say it's half to about three-fourths that amount of time there are some times when it's gonna be that full amount of wait time i I feel like they usually will do the give like over deliver under promise exactly you can tell though whenever a hostess or a host is just up to their you know had it they're up to their wits ends they're like i don't give a shit if this restaurant burns down and so they just start saying crazy things girl yeah it's gonna be 13 days it's gonna be (laughs) (laughs) yes it'll be 40 days and 40 nights come back please (laughs) well it's one time we went to logan's steakhouse Uh and we called because everywhere was so busy this was back where we could go to restaurants (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, that just stung remember my the, heart. Remember when? Remember when? Remember when? Come uh, on, Alan Jackson. And so we call, and she was like, "It's gonna be an hour and a half wait." And I was like, "I've never seen this place busy." The one up on uh, up north. Mm-hmm. And where was it again? Logan's. Logan's. Okay. And yeah. so we go there, and I because I, I was like, "Well, I mean, by the time we get there and everything, and we'll just have to wait a little bit. Like it's gonna be fine." Uh-huh. We get there, and they set us right away. Oh, see, like oh. literally, there was like nobody there. I was like, "Oh, they tried it on my they time. They tried it, so they tried it on my time." I love it when you <laughs> say that. Girl. It's so true. I was like. Why would you not want the business if you are that slow? Because I can understand, like, if you're just tired of of it, you know, because yeah. um, if it gets to be a busy night, it can be overwhelming and you really just don't care. You want to discourage people co- from coming in. But if you're not even busy that she gets sat away. Somebody or- come in 30 minutes before. We have a party of 14. I know. <laughs> Oh, like before oh, clothes? you do? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to... You talk about wanting to cut a hoe. Mm-mm. Girl, I would never. Cut a hoe? Oh. <laughs> Come in 30 minutes. Even if it was just two. Oh. Like, I, I'm no. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, mm. Ugh, gross. Anyways, but that was... um Yeah, like, everybody was so booked for Cinco de Mayo, but... We just all had like beers and stuff. And then we had somebody come in with three bottles of tequila and four bottles of um, tequila or margarita mix. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know that Superman was actually a person, but he was because what a hero. I'm like, like, I didn't know heroes truly existed, but there it was, girl. All right. So you ready for the white people news of the day? Oh, gosh, I'm nervous. What are these honkies up to this time? (laughs) Well, um, he's actually a citizen of South Africa and the United States. Ooh. Where he lives now. And he's a citizen of Canada. What? How'd you swing that? I have no idea. Well, does he have he money? Because he is Elon Reeve Musk. Oh, he has money. Yeah. His name, <laughs> uh, he's the CEO of SpaceX, CEO of Tesla, founder of The Boring Company, co-founder of Neuralink. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, this is all for real. Founder of the Boring Company? Yeah. I thought that you Co- were just shading a company. No, bro. Like, what is that? <laughs> it's really, literally, the Boring Company. <laughs> Anyways, he's like a visionary. Like, he's amazing. I love yeah. Elon Musk, but sometimes he just goes a little bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, he is 48 years old. He's mm-hmm. South African. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's white. You can't just ask him why he's white. <laughs> but he had a baby. <laughs> And so he had a baby and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So cute. Like, what's this baby's name? Well, the baby's name is XAEA-12. Girl. Like, look, A and then the AE like American Eagle. That is. XAEA-12. That's some white people shit if I ever saw a girl. (laughs) I wonder if this tells you. How to? <laughs> oh my god! Go. Look what Elon Musk put on Twitter. Stop! I cannot. <laughs> oh my god! He put fake tattoos <laughs> on his little baby, like a filter, a Facebook filter. Oh, it's a filter. I thought he like actually put those on there for Girl, a second. No, I wouldn't even be surprised. What do you think is? Um, do you ever? Do you think that parents have ever had their children tattooed? 
Like, do you think that some parents who absolutely love tattoos have had their kids maybe well, like five years old? They can find somebody who will do it. Oh, There's really? No way. You, you don't think they get their kids taken away? Look, girl, could you imagine like being this kid's teacher on the first day of school? I, how would you even <laughs> say? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Hey, dash 12. You hold up roll call for like 20 minutes because you can't figure it out. Hi, can I see it again? It's, I love how you said it's AE that like connects like American Eagle. How do you even pronounce that kind of an AE? I have no idea. What the frick? How would you even pronounce it if it was just X A E A without the special AE? Dash 12. Which I find it real interesting because when I was here, dash any number, I always think dash 19, COVID 19. Ooh, yeah. yeah. What is this? Like, yeah, why? He wasn't 12 kids? He wasn't, no, it's his first. And he wasn't conceived 12 years ago (laughs) or 12 months ago. What in the world? Super weird. (laughs) So weird. I cannot deal. I um I don't know if this is necessarily like white people shit, but you know what? I've been cussing a lot on this episode. What what's my deal? I don't know. Because we're explicit. We're trying to get street cred. (laughs) I'm all give her one glass of wine. Let me tell you what. Um did you hear (laughs) Elemental P dash six? I just don't understand why where that comes from. Why would you name your child that? That's their legal name. That kid's gotta hate that. That that kid's gotta hate that worse than the boy named Sue. Well, all I know is like his dad's Elon Musk. He's gonna be fine. Oh yeah, he got money. He'll he have got money, money for the rest of forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably get to build a colony on Mars and live there while we all <laughs> die a sad, torturous death here on Earth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, we had COVID nineteen, and now we have these killer hornets and going now, everywhere. Yeah, you know what my dad was talking about, though. I had no clue. I just didn't realize. He was saying, I was talking to him on the phone. I was like, "Yeah, did you see the uh, murder hornets? Is that what they're called? Murder hornets? Or oh, something maybe like that? murder hornets." Yeah. And he goes, "Well, yeah, but I remember back in the day, whenever." Um, fire ants were were coming into our country and we were all scared that fire ants were going to kill us. Wait, what? And then we've adapted our lifestyle to them. There wasn't a such thing as fire ants? That's what I was wondering. I was like, what? What? All I've ever known is fire ants. Right? And maybe he's just talking about it in a way, you know, that it was like before his time, but just as the human race, like in general, I don't say the human race, but like here in the States, cause that's how he presented it was like, they came to the States and we were freaking out. And he was also saying that about a few other insects and even like, Dude, down in Australia, they've got so many killers. I can't. I know. Australia. I'm so scared. It, I feel like it'd be so beautiful. That's why they say Australia is the land of nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be an awful me, dog. I am. Um, yeah, but like, I don't know. It's just they've adapted their lifestyle to them and they live around those things all the time. It's not even insects, it's just like animals in general. Yeah, but aren't all Australians like badass? I know. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. The closest we have to then United States is uh, Joe Exotic. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) If that tells you anything. (laughs) I guess now that 
you say that? Every time I picture like an Australian, I literally picture this like chiseled person, man or woman, don't even matter. <laughs> it's like chiseled. They just like the way that they run or walk, the wind is swaying with them and their hair swaying. Even if there's like they're in a room with no ventilation at all. <laughs> like, I don't even know. They're so wild to me. They're so exotic. They are like Joe Exotic. You're right, girl. Well, except they're not like Joe Exotic. Oh, well, yeah. And he's not like them. He's not even like that description. <laughs> but he had two two husbands who were straight, um, and he was gay, so and I gotta give it to him. One. He's a one. <laughs> killed himself. Talk about street cred. He had street cred. How girl, you pull that? Girl. I'm very impressed. He knows. <laughs> well, I want to talk about, because <laughs> you kind of mentioned it earlier, then you like stopped because we were talking mm-hmm. about it on the pod. Uh-huh. Uh, our girl, Brittany. Okay. What did our girl Brittany do do you ever follow her on Instagram or see her videos I follow yeah like Mm -hmm. the last I saw though she was like dancing around the Justin Timberlake music yeah wait okay we'll get into that too I'm very excited to talk about this I'm very excited so first of all our girl Brittany decided to light some candles in her gym but she gets on Instagram uh huh and she gets on Instagram and she's just doing her little Brittany thing and she's like hey everybody so um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that you haven't seen this room in a while because, well, a couple months back, I actually had some candles lit and the gym burned down. But I'm back! <laughs> what? <laughs> I was dying laughing. So for some reason, this put me in a rabbit hole of Britney Spears. And I don't know if you follow St. Hoax on Instagram, do you? No. That is a good account. It's like a meme account. It's really funny. They take a lot of Britney videos and memes and they just like do the stupidest stuff with them. But it's so funny. Highly recommend them. 12 out of 10. Would recommend. <laughs> um, but I was going down this like rabbit hole and Britney Spears is such an interesting person to me like just her life you know she um she got started all the way back in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is that what it is is it a yeah 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 way back in the day that's where Justin Timberlake got his start too K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E hey Mickey Mouse Um, and I don't, I think that was the name of the show, but anyway, she gets started back there as a kid and then her and Justin started dating. Like whenever they were teenagers, they were together for like three years and I didn't realize how public their breakup was. Yeah. It was like a big deal. It was deal. a big deal. And like, I can't believe he made cry me in rivers and put Okay, first of all, if you listen to those lyrics, she denies ever cheating on him. But those lyrics are dead ass. Like, you cheated on me in Cry Me a River. And in the video... That doesn't tell you, like, petty mayonnaise. Petty mayonnaise. Petty, baby. And you know what he did that's even more petty? In the music video, he um, put a Britney lookalike in there. And I was like, girl, girl, I just can't believe. That has to be just like for publicity. A hundred percent. Don't you think? Like, just like. But also, if you're pissed off enough during a breakup, you, you know what? I was going to be like, did he even write it? And he's the lead songwriter on that song. Justin Timberlake, Timothy Mosley, and Scott Storch, which I've also heard. Mm -hmm. Did you watch that, uh, that on HBO about uh, Michael Jackson, those other two accusers came forward. Mm-mm. Uh, I don't really know much about that. You didn't hear anything about it? And not that I didn't hear anything about it. I'm just not really familiar 
Like for accusers of like the uh, child molestation. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so there's two of them that came forward. Uh, and it, was, it was about relationships with two boys, seven and ten, and their families. They're now in their thirties, and they tell a story. Is one of those boys the co-writer of that song? No. So it's Wade Robson and James Safechuck, and it is a really weird. Like it's really weird. Like I don't know if Michael Jackson. I don't know, but it, he did some weird things. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with him, but like he would do some really weird things. Anyways, I do want to really have an episode where we go over that. Yeah, to go and delve into the Michael Jackson world, Girl. and because it is really interesting. But what sparked but you? To Wade think? Robson was actually like a choreographer. Oh, uh-huh. and allegedly he's the one that slept with yes. Britney Spears mm-hmm. while she was with Justin Timberlake. And Justin has never worked with him since. And girl, and they were like what? 17 yeah they were little babies they were little babies they were having all kinds of Mm -hmm. and it's just I don't know it's really interesting but whenever you put out music and you put out in the world like that that's like ballsy for if that wasn't true or if you didn't think that that happened why else would he be like you know insinuating it and never comes out and directly says it but he insinuates it yeah. multiple times, like in different occasions. And so it's just super interesting to me. But she like her life is interesting. Um, she was married for 55 hours. After. I remember that. <laughs> I'm like, OK, I don't ever want to hear anything. To a childhood friend. Yeah. And it's like, what? What? Say it again. No, you don't want to ever hear Oh, I hate to bring her up again. Do you know who I'm about to say? Kim Kardashian? Yes. And you know how, like, that was short, so short-lived and people thought it was such a publicity stunt? What was that, like, 55 days? Um, I don't remember. I thought it was, like, a month or two. Uh-huh. Like, so I thought it was something really... Well, 55 days is, like, almost two months. Oh, yeah. Come through math. <laughs> you're like, you're all, you know, two times two is four. <laughs> but, like, um, but, yeah, so she gets married to, to that guy, divorces him after 55 hours, and then dates and marries Kevin Federline. Um, and Does that mean Kevin Federline? <laughs> I, I don't even understand. It looks like a dollar store M&M. <laughs> <laughs> and first I forgot Eminem was a rapper and I was like, what? He doesn't look like candy. Like, what's that a <laughs> no, no. It looks like the clearance aisle of really dollar store M&M. does. Like, like, girl. Also, Brittany used to have a show that was like her with her little camera. I'm like, how much money did she make off that show, first of all? Because it's like, it, it would be like as though you had... None. Um, her family made it all. Oh, yeah. Because of her dad having her... Conservatorship. Um, yes. Which, there's some more on that. I got the juicy deets. So, but that show is interesting to me because it basically were to be like, if you had your cell phone on selfie mode and you were just, you filmed a freaking reality show that way. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you'd put people to sleep. <laughs> I mean, I did Saturday night, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but she's just a very interesting person. And she has never gotten over, like, I, I was going through her Instagram post and then watching all of the stuff from when she was younger. She has never gotten over, like, wearing jeans or shorts that came right above her. 
lady look. Wait, you know she never got about? over it? She never got over it. Like, you know, like she always wears her shorts and jeans, like, so oh. low. And I'm like, I really feel like That's her... That's like a 90s look. I know. She's, she's never stopped with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's just like... She it's she's just like kept on with it and it's interesting because I was already thinking something about that and wondering, you know, I know some people don't get over looks, but you do, your taste evolves. But also live for her like looks anyway, like yeah. Uggs and shorts and like a sweater and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. You can always tell when the economy's gonna drop when she goes brunette. Okay. <laughs> you need to look into that. There's like a correlation there. Really? Yes. When how when did you look into that? Where did you come up to that realization? Because I, I was reading something. It was like, like every time Britney Spears goes brunette, the economy drops. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna look into that. I want some stats. I want but some receipts. What what causes what? I mean, when the economy stops, maybe she makes less money. Can't keep up with the blonde hair. Oh. Well, oh. That's what my uncle, my uncle who's a hairstylist in Dallas, he always has said, you can tell how the economy is doing with how many blondes there are. No way. Because of the cost of upkeep on your blonde hair. Holy smokes. And so when the economy's not doing so good, you see a lot more brunettes, which we saw on that boat, a lot of these blondes <laughs> with these like, four inch roots. Poor girls, poor white girls. <laughs> I know these financial analysts who are trying to determine how the economy is going to go with COVID. Yeah. They need to take a look at, at the real things. White girls. At these white girls with these brunette hairs. <laughs> okay. I'm not just in the brunette because that's me, baby. But that's you too. Duh. That's you too. Duh. I um. Have you ever fallen asleep or like left the candles on accidentally though? Uh, yeah. It's I so fell asleep scary. after I put a pizza in. <laughs> That's that. so scary to wake up to that. And you're like, holy smokes, I burnt the pizza. Could have been like, so much worse. I know. Or like one time I actually, I got broken up with this over this before with a very scrub guy like five, six years ago. But he broke up with me because I left the that oven on. More than that. Uh, what? So six or seven years. Oh, yeah. Oh, weird. Seven years. The holy smokes. That was actually seven and a half years ago. Oh, gross. But like, I accidentally left the oven on for, I left the oven on. Now, I didn't live with him. He did. He lived by himself at the time. At the time, we weren't living together yet. And he, um, he let that little sucker run for two days. I'm like, how do you not feel the heat emitting from your kitchen? And you've been in there. Cause he was pissed. He was like, my house could have burned down, down, down. I'm like, I'm sorry. I really am. But also I'm sorry for like the first night. Yeah. After everything else is on you. It's on you, dude. <laughs> like, wait, you ate in that kitchen. You went to get food. Like what the hell did you not feel that? Girl, bye. So anyways, it's just a really scary feeling, but I think it's so funny that Brittany burned her house down and it was Girl. Or her, her gym down, which was, I think a part of her house. So it's I just cannot. so funny. Well, should we dive back into Miss Lady Gaga? Gaga? I just yeah. wanted to finish up a little bit of stuff that we talked about. Yes. I wanted to get into, she was, well, I think we talked about her on American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about her getting on uh, A Star is Born. Yes. And now, have you heard that they're doing a live Hercules? 
Uh-uh, like on Broadway? Live action, live action. Oh, live action. Ooh. Hercules. Is she going to play Meg? Would she not be amazing for Meg? She would be amazing for Meg. I don't know if there's been any talk, but I'm calling it. Actually, ooh. ooh. I think I could see her as a Meg. I could too. Mm -hmm. I could see her as a Meg. She'd be fabulous. She's got a lot of sass when it counts. Exactly. You know? Yes. Oh, yeah. And then she also, from A Star is Born, it really showed you that she could act in like being so in love. And so I can see her coming in all sassy and like an independent yes. woman. And then at the very end of it, like she's all in love with Hercules and stuff, you know? Um, she would be great for that. Remember whenever everybody was like accusing her of Bradley Cooper of having a thing? Yeah. Which I was on board with that. I was like, I think they're secretly in love. And then she Even said, No, he had it is in a relationship. Yes. I mean, think about I mean, <laughs> not that I condone that at all, but I'm like, especially for celebrities, and you're in such an intense role like that with a person. How do you not? How do you not? I mean, well, I really how do you not? After they performed at the was it the Grammys? Mm-hmm. Or was it the Oscars? The Oscars. It was the Oscars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh they performed together and they were oh, mm. it was so cute. And That's, she was like yes. Duh, we're actors. She goes, we fooled you. Remember? <laughs> yes. You know? I'm like, oh, no, you are so sick. Now. I know. She's because you know, it never, nothing really happened because he left his wife. Yeah. Or girlfriend. I don't know if they were married. But then she, at that same time, had picked that up into a new relationship, like around the time that that was happening. I would love them together. I would love them together. Oh, love. Well, I'm excited. Her new album, she just announced today, is coming out May 29th. Uh-huh. Chromatica. So is that what the... What's the song um, on our first episode of the intro? Stupid Love. Is that going to be on there? Yes, that's the first lead single. So that was released as a single, but it's going to be... For Chromatica. Okay. It was awesome. released as a single for the, for the album. So... Officially, it comes out May 29th to release a sickening fan art art for it. It's very alien. It's very alien versus Predator. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Because this is like giving me Predator vibes. Yeah. But she also looks very alien. She better be a Predator slate. (laughs) Oh, she has a song with Ariana. She released a track list. So she has uh, Stupid Loves on there. And there's a song called Rain On Me with... Ariana Grande mm-hmm. song called Free Woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, song called Fun Tonight. Ooh. Song called 911. Oh, somebody call it. Song called Plastic Doll. Sour Candy. Uh, Enigma, which that's her show's name in Vegas, Enigma. Oh, is it really? Yeah. You think Re- it's going to be a live performance or it's just straight up called Enigma? <laughs> I think it's called Enigma. Uh huh. Uh, replay, shine from above. These are all really interesting titles to me. I like it. One thousand doves. Oh, do you think that's gonna oh, be about, like love? Shine or from or above is with Elton John. Oh, that's gonna. Ooh, yes. yes. They had that song on Romeo and Juliet. I haven't heard that. Uh-uh. So I haven't seen it either. So. Uh, and then their last song's called Babylon. Who is she? Oh, do you think that's a cover of Babylon by um, David Bowie? No, 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 no. You know Babylon. I tried to act like I knew what I was talking about. I, <laughs> I, I think uh, David Gray, if I'm not mistaken, that's a real good song. But 
I can't think of his last name. Yeah. Oh, she looks good. If you go to Lady Gaga's post from April 8th, it's her in this sickening black dress. <laughs> Imagine showing up to like a funeral or something like that. This is going to have show up to your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like in this pink outfit with pink tool and a skeleton on top of if it. You- <laughs> If you go, we'll to share it on the Odyssey podcast. Yes. Uh, also, uh, I love. We've been saying that we're going to share things on there, and we haven't. So we'll get better about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> whoops. But um, this is also how Mark's going to show up to my wedding. So it's very important that y'all see this because <laughs> yo, he's going to steal it. You're trying to steal my my attention. You're trying to steal no, never, my day. Never coming in with a bow like that with a skull on your head. You trying to steal the day, girl? It just comes naturally with me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sickening. Sorry about it. Um, who will she then collabs with? So it's been Beyonce, Elton now, um, Tony Bennett. Who's been like other? Oh, she duets. did a song with Florence and the Machine. She did. Yeah. Oh, I would love to hear that. Oh, what? it's so good. It's Who's called album? Uh, Gaga's Joanne. Is it on? It's the- called Hey Girl, and it has oh. the beat to uh, Benny and the Jets. Ooh, yum! Uh, she's had that. I gotta she- check this out. Who else? They're such vocalists too. Yeah. Or is it just them really like hitting song. all the mm-hmm. notes? And it's just about singing like, "Hey girl, like we should stick together." Hey girl, like just a real power ballad for women. Mm-hmm. I love that. For us women. For us women. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? To kind of go back to what we were talking about last episode with her whole story of how she started and things. Did the record company that she ended up pursuing, did she seek them or did they seek her? I believe they sought her. Okay. So do you story. know the story of like what that was, how they came about? you know, talking with her and stuff. You know, I don't know the full story of that, bet, but I know that she was not going to give on giving up creative, uh, creative control of what mm. she wanted to do. Oh, she uh, is an inspiration. Right. Yeah. She, she's very about that. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's really honest about like forces in, in the, in the industry mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, they abuse her. And they like ring her out for money. She does things that she, she has done things that she didn't want to do. She never wanted to do a fragrance. Really? So, yeah. Did she want to do a makeup like, line like you were talking about? I think she did want to do oh. a makeup line. But she like came out and she was talking about like evil is like this thing, this power that if you give it power, it will take power and you have to stand up against it. It's really good. It's really oh, interesting. Man. what? So where did you hear that? Was that like an interview with somebody? Yeah, or? I believe she did at a South by Southwest like panel she was on. That's oh, incredible. Yeah. So I want to check that out. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Um, so good. Yeah, but she's definitely one of the most inspirational women to me. I look up to her. She's just so smart, articulate. Uh, even her early days, I like to watch the early day interviews. And uh, this uh, guy asked her, "Is like, oh, well, you have sexually provocative lyrics. This is when she had the fame, you know. Uh-huh. What? How do you feel about that? And she goes, are you kidding me? If I were a dude, you wouldn't be asking me that. She's like, I'm a fucking rock star. Like, oh, yes. (laughs) She read him. What a queen. Like, if I was a man, you wouldn't be saying this. Yeah, especially because, like, rappers used to talk about, like, 
you know, I'm going to fuck bitches. Yeah. Like constantly and ta- talking about how women are hoes, which. Girl, now they mumble shit like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go and get. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's my interpretation of a rapper. Girl, maybe I'm just old. <laughs> you know what? It's just like. You let you know what you're gonna do. You no matter who you okay. are, you do you. I love that she sticks up for herself. Yes. Like her doing her and a hundred percent. If if it was a man, no one would say anything. Right. I think we've kind of come off a lot of that as a society. You know. Well, think about like if you want to really get into it. Like, I feel like not to get into politics, but Hillary Clinton's campaign, mm-hmm. like. People are like, well, why didn't she like really stand up for what she believed in? Because she would come off as a bitch or she'd come off as aggressive. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, women have to really realize or like, or not realize, but think about how they're coming off where men don't. Right. You know, a girl, a little girl growing up is like, oh, she's so bossy. But if the little boy is like, oh, he's a leader. Oh, you know, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. If I ever have a daughter, I'm going to tell her, you're a leader. Don't oh, let nobody tell your boss. Oh, will you tell me that in the meantime? Just yes, pump me you. up. Juice me I'll, up. I'm there for you. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's also this poem, man. I'm going to find it. I can't remember who did it. But it's like, if my daughter asks me if she's pretty, I will tell her no. Five letters will never encompass of who you are you're pretty smart you're pretty athletic you're pretty fun but you'll never simply be pretty oh it was that's such a good point such a good point that's hitting me in the feels yes. you gonna first cry on the podcast y'all <laughs> <laughs> i love that well she- speaking of we got our first i don't know why i said speaking of speaking of what <laughs> That was the worst segue I've ever had. First guy the podcast, speaking of. (laughs) We got her first email for advice. (laughs) No, this is our second. Oh, it is our second, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so let me get out the email so you can see what they use. Um, Okay, so we had a bit of an email, which because of time constraints, I figure the other email we got we'll just address next time. Yeah. Does that sound good? Okay, cool. So this one is going to be about social advice. They said, hi, I'd like to remain anonymous, which you always can if you write in, if you want us to spill all your tea and you want us to say who you are. Yeah, no problem. And we'll keep you anonymous. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) They said, I'm a quiet person and I just want um, tips and advice to help me be more social. Um, Mostly, I just don't know what to talk about. I was wondering if you two have anything for me. We do, because we've talked about this. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the same way. <clears throat> like, I'm a social person. I love to be around people and have fun with people. Mm-hmm. But I'm extremely shy, especially if I don't know somebody. It's so wild <clears throat> you don't come across that at all. So I'm especially intrigued to see, like, what you say. Because I, th- I, when I talked with you before about this, it's like you have social anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Would you say social anxiety and shyness don't go hand in hand, right? Not, would necessar- you say that they do? not necessarily but they can uh-huh. that could be why you're shy yeah but right. also like I, I i can do really well one-on-one with somebody i don't know mm-hmm. but if you put me in a group where i only know a couple and i don't know a lot i get really quiet and really shut down same i don't know i don't know i just need to be learn to be more vocal mm-hmm. and not be 
you know, and one thing that I always think of, I'm so worried about, oh, do other people like me? Do other people like me? Right. I'm probably coming off as not liking them. Oh, yeah. Or like. And then I think about it. I'm like, well, do I not like them? Maybe that's why I'm thinking they don't like me. Interesting. Well, like also too, whenever you're that worried about it and you're not being yourself, putting out a different energy that, you know, maybe, and I totally relate to it because I do get that way. Like if I know a person or two, um, especially if it's around a lot of people, I don't know. I shut down. I'm more of an observer. And if I feel like, I even feel like the conversations I have with people. Really? I feel like I just, and it's especially been over the last few years, but also because it depends if I'm in my comfort zone, I'm like, so on it, you know what I'm saying? And I don't even, I don't feel like I'm pretending or anything. I'm just literally, I'm just doing me. But if I'm being introduced to somebody else's like friend group and I know a person or two, and it's a whole group of people, I do get just overwhelmed and I shut down. And like, I, I too don't really know things to talk about. And so these, my tips of advice are actually things that I do utilize in those situations. Um, first of all, if you don't know what to talk about for me, like if somebody else is talking, you can use that as a segue to make more conversation. Um, and there, I just, this is my thing. People love to talk about themselves. That's their number one favorite topic. So, you, you know, it sounds narcissistic, but also if you think about it, it's they're more comfortable talking about it because that's what they know. Exactly. Yes. So it's not necessarily narcissistic. It's just yeah. that's what they know it, mm-hmm. for sure. So right. they're able to talk more about themselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, too. So it's interesting because my ex had been reading a book that was um, how to make friends and influence people. That yes, from back in the day. Yes. And they say, like, from what he said, they touch in on that. That's like, you know ask people about themselves and let them talk. And like for a few weeks, he had really been doing that. And he had said not one, not two, but three people had approached him after having a conversation with them. He was like, we talked for about 20, 30 minutes. I got in maybe five words, but I had asked them about themselves and they came up to him and were like, man, that's the best conversation I ever had. (laughs) (laughs) So I think if you ask, um, you know, if you, number one, just ask people questions about themselves, their interests, what they do, just things, things about them and really listen to what they say. You'll number one, find common ground between right. the two of you, which will make conversation easier. Number two, you can just listen to what they say in general and kind of play off of that. And right. it is, people are so interesting. <laughs> That's the best part about asking about other people is For like, sure. All this stuff comes out and you're like, it's just everybody has a story. We have jobs where we talk to people all the time mm-hmm. and people we've never met. And and we spend some time with these people and we do. I mean, some people will share everything. And you're like, oh, right, right. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do agree with you. Another thing I've learned is there's something called self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh-huh. So if you're like going in and like. And you're just thinking to yourself, oh, they're not going to like me. These people aren't going to like me. Uh, I'm going to be awkward. I'm going to be weird. We're going to go in thinking that mm-hmm. and you're going to project that to them. Ooh, and then yes. you're going to come off awkward and weird. And then they're probably not going to like you because you're not being authentic. Exactly. Sense that. So just 
by you thinking that, mm-hmm. it kind of comes true. Mm-hmm. So I would say go into the situation in the opposite mindset. Oh, I'm going to make friends. I'm going I'm to, these people are going to be so interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder what they're about. I'm excited to talk to them. Love it. Yeah. There you'll come off as authentic and interested in them. hundred percent. What would you think? Like they're kind of asking is like topics that they could bring up. I feel like for Mark, I have genuinely never met a person that doesn't just love Mark. And there's a, I've talked to multiple people about this. A lot of people feel at ease in your presence and they just feel like you're so accepting of them and they just love you. And so it's interesting to hear your side of things where sometimes you do feel uncomfortable in those social situations. It just never comes across that way for people that I've noticed and that I've talked to. So, so what would you say like in, for you in those instances, what do you talk about? Especially when you're feeling uncomfortable. I do what fulfill, do you- like I do with, you were saying I do ask about themselves a lot. You really? And because I've read that book, and yeah. that's where I got that. Interesting. And so really ask about people and about themselves, and mm-hmm. I I never judge. It's not my place to judge. Right, right. And, right. and I'll listen. And and another thing that I wish more people would know: don't offer advice unless they're asking for it. Yeah. Sometimes people aren't asking for advice. <laughs> And then you just give them the advice and they're going to be like, huh. Like in a situation where they're venting out? Or yeah, like maybe what? where they're venting. If they're just venting, mm-hmm. unless they're like asking for advice, you might be like, hey, can I give you some advice? Are you looking for advice? Yeah. Or are you just venting? I saw this thing one time where it was, it said something like somebody asked them, they asked whoever was, came to them with a problem. They said, do you want me to listen? Do you want advice? Or do you want a hug? And it was just like, I'm like, it's, I've never thought to ask those things. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Well, I mean, those things, the communications can be hard. And mm-hmm. there's a whole, like, miscommunication. I just read a whole entire book, actually. Oh. It, and it was really good. And it talks about, it actually talks about the friend fallacy. What's that? The, sorry, the friends fallacy. Uh-huh. So it talks about uh, when you watch an episode of Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, I thought I had it right here. I was going to tell you what the name of the book was. And it was... Oh, you don't know the name of the book. Yeah. But it talks about the show Friends. Was it a quick read or a long read or... Like... Tell, tell us a little more why you find it figured out. <laughs> I can't do two things at once. That's very true. So I might have to edit this out. So let's laugh. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and then we'll laugh before we start. We'll just edit it together. Well, this would be a spot for our, for our uh, sponsors. Yes. Well, Mark finds out the name of the book. Another thing, too, is like, we all are very interesting people. Everybody's got a story. And if you find an appropriate time, like if the conversations kind of go in that way, don't be afraid to talk about yourself. Talk about something you find to be funny or interesting or, you know, just fill out the conversation. It does help to like ask other people about themselves again, because you can play off of those conversations and kind of, you know, really listen to them, obviously. Um, but just listen and see if you know anything that you can contribute to that or just, you know, to me, I feel like that's a, those are good conversations. Um, starters also, if, 
you don't know what to say to a person and you're in a real social situation, just say, how's your day? How's your day? What you been up to lately? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Just easy. Yeah. Easy. So I got my book. Okay, what's it so called? It's by Malcolm Gladwell. Uh-huh. He also has a podcast and it's called uh, Revisionist History. Mm-hmm. So I go back and kind of talk about different perspectives of different historical things that we learned about. Interesting. But this book is called Talking to Strangers, What We Should Know About the People We Don't Know. And the biggest thing that stuck with me was called The Friends Fallacy. Mm -hmm. And so if you watch an episode of Friends and he references the episode where uh, Ross finds out that Chandler and Monica are dating Mm -hmm. and he said you could turn off the sound and watch just their facial expressions and you kind of know what's going on in the episode. uh So... At first, uh, Ross looks like surprised, and then he looks angry. And I think I know where you're going Chandler with this. Chandler looks sympathetic, and uh-huh. Monica like looks sympathetic. Like you can read all these emotions on their face. Yeah. Well, it's called the friends' fallacies because that's not the way real life is. We think it is mm-hmm. that we can read emotions on people's face, but we can't always. Sometimes mm-hmm. somebody you feel like might be in like the worst grumpy looking person mm-hmm. might not be that way just right. because they come off that way. They also talk about Elizabeth Smart. No, not Elizabeth Smart. <laughs> Somebody else. I can't not remember her name right now. But about like her roommate was murdered and they were like they she became a suspect because they're like, well you don't act like you you're not acting like they basically she didn't act like the way they thought somebody should act when their roommate's been murdered. Interesting. And it's like, well, how do you act? You don't know unless you're in that situation, A. And B, like, not everybody's going to react to things the same. Right. Everybody has a different process. Um, That's like the Sandy Hook. The reason why they thought that that was fake was because the dad of the girl that died, the little, I'm pretty sure it was a little girl. um, He came on to a, a news interview and right before he got onto the panel to talk, he was laughing and then he got really sad at the, at the panel, but it's still like, you, you don't, there are so many emotions that go right. behind things. You don't, there's no right. Well, it's all, I also think about gone girl where Ben Affleck, like his wife is missing. Mm-hmm. And like this girl's like, Oh, take a picture with me. Like he takes a picture and he's smiling and that picture gets out and they're like, Oh look, he's just taking a picture with another lady smiling. Right. Right. Uh, and his wife is missing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It's just so interesting. It's a really good book. But good. take that into consideration. You can't always read people's emotions on their face or on their what they're feeling or what they're thinking. You really yeah. need to ask. Mm-hmm. If you're like, ask, oh, well, how do you feel about that? For sure. You know? um, yeah, that's a good, that's a whole good point. Yeah, right? that whole book is really good. I think, like... Actually, now that you've said that you've read um, How to Make Friends and Influence People, Uh I've heard so much good stuff about that and that it did help people socially. And I would highly recommend it. I've never read it. And I do want to now that we're talking about it. I've heard nothing but good things. Um, And you know what? I will say, especially as we get older, making new friends is hard. Okay. It's like... It can be just a little difficult. And if you're in social situations, like it can be difficult. You know, it's not like whenever we were in high school and middle school and you're around these people all the time. And it's a little easier to strike up conversations because you have um, things in common just by being in school together. So when you step outside into the working world and 
just outside of school where you have routine, you have to find those common grounds because if you can find the common ground, I think that that helps like. And I will say there will be common ground, but the world is so diverse. There's mm-hmm. so many different types of people and For sure. from different walks of life, from different yeah. views and perspectives. And there's something we can learn from everybody. 100%. Uh, so that book, yeah, How to Win Friends and uh, Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Del Carnegie. Yeah, it's really good. Beautiful. I think what? I've read it like three times, actually. Ooh, you know, they say that if you're reading like a book, whether it's a self-help book or a book in general, if you take like, especially self-help books, though, if you take the best pieces of information from that and you really like that book and you reread it, it's actually so good for you because yeah. you just keep soaking up that knowledge and it really sinks in. But. Uh, also, when you talk, do you pay attention to your body language? So I have, you know what? I, I do so more at work because I've same really mm-hmm. interesting. Like well, we're kind of in cells and mm-hmm. I've learned that, you know, sometimes you can look closed off to a person and they'll pick up on that. Right. Even if it's subconsciously. It's interesting. So too. when you're speaking to somebody, don't sit with your arms crossed, even if you don't mean anything. <laughs> We I both know are. we are both are, but you know what they also say is if you're if somebody's mimicking like the way that you're sitting, it means that they're into the conversation, and it's <gasps> it, it's seriously. Have you heard that? Who's mimicking who though? That's what I was wondering. Mark and I are both sitting with our arms crossed, which he just said don't do. But <laughs> whoops, <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, doing um, things that she's copying. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it is interesting. Like. That's another thing, too, is if you think about body language, like, I don't really think about it in a social setting, but you can appear more confident if you take different stances, which can... Wonder Woman pose. Wonder Woman pose. So you want to stand with, you know, your little arms on your hips. Is that how you too that? aggressive. Maybe do that before you go in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> Hello. Stand up straight. And you know what? what? Smile. I feel oh, like people yes. love... It's, it's, it's more natural for others. Natural for some people than it does, is others. But people love... I think I just think people are attracted to people that smile. And not in some kind of like sexual way. I mean, like attracted to want to go talk yeah. to them. And they're well, interested. Well, you know what the National Treasure Dolly Parton says? What she say? If somebody doesn't have a smile, give them yours. Whoa. What a what a gem! What a hun! What a hun! She's everything. She's everything. But she for real, everything. like Seriously. share a smile. That is ooh. Man, I she also about says, "Smile it increases your face value." I- <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like if you're smiling, um, which sometimes I will admit to doing this in social settings that I am uncomfortable with, if you are forcing it, if you're forcing a smile. Um, at least this is just how I feel because I feel it and see it on myself. It does. There's certain smiles that looks like you can tell they're fake when you're you're doing the oh, smile. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, well, when you're like smiling and your like eyes aren't into it. Exactly. That's not a genuine smile. It's not right. Also, I I smile when I talk on the phone. Well, at work, especially. Yeah. Because they can hear a smile yeah. through the phone. One hundred percent. One honey. But to answer your question, yeah, like. I don't really think about my body language a lot in a social setting, but in a situation like this, I would do some research on that because I've actually, there's a Ted talk on it. Um, 
ooh, you know what? Why don't you do some fillers and talk some more on what your experience is with social stuff? And I'm going to look this up because I found this TED Talk to be just so interesting. Well, like, I feel like when I go to a, uh, like a, 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 like a wedding or something and we're all, you know, you sit at the tables and you meet new people and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually gravitate to one person yeah, and like try to focus on having a conversation with that one person, mm-hmm. not to ignore other people, but you know, to really just focus so you don't get overwhelmed with everybody looking at you and talking and everything. Yes. You know, as you get to know that person, you can slowly get other people into the group. And then eventually, like, I remember we went to a wedding in San Antonio and we met this older man and this older woman and they had met uh, at their mailbox. Remember, I think I told you about them. And they had been married for like... 25 years they met at the mailbox and he was like i didn't i hardly ever checked my mail and uh i checked it that day and i met her and so he started checking his mail find love anywhere love it but so he starts checking the mail and then they fall in love yeah and so i learned that from him and i was Mm -hmm. you know you just learn all kinds of interesting things yeah they have it's like people have the craziest most interesting stories um what was I going to say? Oh, Lord, I forgot. Oh, well, the TED Talk is a TED... Just look up TED Talk, how to have a good conversation, I think is what I just read. That was a good one. I liked that one. Um, but I'm the same way. Um, even in a group of friends that we all know and love, it's easier sometimes, especially if I get in that space, it's easier for me to have a one-on-one conversation with the person. And well, you know, we have our group that we go to have dinner with mm-hmm. and it's a lot of strong personalities yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll find out that we do that. Like we pair off in twos and we're all like yelling yeah. across the table and then we'll all switch and then start yelling across the yeah. table again and switch again. Yes. So what would you say the key points to take away from this so that they can, especially I think they said like, what are things to talk about? What would you say are tips for ask, being social? Ask about that other person. Uh-huh. Ask what the other person's lies and be genuinely interested. Right. Uh, smile while you're talking to them. Loving that. Uh, stand confidently mm-hmm. while you're talking with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really find places that y'all have common ground and, yes. and build on that. For sure. And don't forget, we're all interesting just as interesting as somebody else's you've got interesting things to bring to the table too and don't be afraid to share that and also we didn't talk about it but there's so many interesting things like going on in the world and if you happen to find something it's a good conversation starter mark didn't know that britney spears burned down her gym y'all so that (laughs) was a good one honey COVID-19. COVID-19. No, do not talk about that. Oh, Everybody's tired of talking about that. <laughs> so tired of it. So this is Mark and Wendy. Thank you for attending our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that question. And Me too. also, we got another question, which we'll talk about in the next episode that yes. I loved. Love, love, love. That had so many different questions and everything. We'll uh, talk about it next we're time. We're going to talk about it next time. Yeah. We do love like getting emails and um you know, we've only gotten a few, but it's, I don't, I just love it because it's yeah. so interesting and fun to go and delve into those right. things. Cause you know, that's something I haven't really thought about in a while. I don't 
you know, when I get in those social situations, I'm wondering those things. Right. And so it's nice to even just put that out there and be like, yeah. yo, these are good things to like do and say. Yeah. Um, subscribe to our podcast. Yes. Give us the five stars. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Tell your friends. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually this weekend on the boat. Like we were telling some of the people that don't really know us. They're like, oh yeah, we have a podcast. You should check it out. You should listen to it. Yeah. yeah. On your run, on your walk, on your morning drive. Oh, yeah, you're getting a little conversation. Getting to have conversations in it. Had a little giggle or two. I know. <laughs> I love it. I too. This is my favorite part of my week, and I just want to say thank you for everybody who listens, everybody who's so supportive with it. Like sometimes people will just reach out, like through Instagram or text messages, and they just say such supportive things, and it just warms my heart. And I just want y'all to know we really appreciate you guys so much. Yes. Oh. And I appreciate you, my I appreciate Wendy. you, my little sour patch monkey <laughs> kids. If, uh, come. Me too. Make my heart so happy. Well, if you have anything for us to talk about, or even if you just want to drop in and say hi, um, email us at thehonestypodcast@gmail.com. Or hit us up on Instagram. You better what? Podcast. Yeah. Except about the yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna also do a lot better in getting episodes on Friday. Oh yes, we have five to plan. Check us out. We're gonna record on Wednesdays like we always do. And then on